Ladies and gentlemen, the story you are about to hear is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. Back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Jeff Ferry from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Chris Thurkach, also from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Are you sure? Because you took a while to come up with so. the answer there. <laughs> I wasn't sure. If, I, was, I was waiting to see what you said, and then oh I got God. confused again. <laughs> well, we only hosted two podcasts, so I don't understand why it's so, so complicated. <laughs> I've been sitting in with my nephews too for like fifty episodes. I was only, you know, I was only sitting in, but now I've been there for a while. So, oh, excuse me, I didn't realize you were moonlighting on other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's released yet, anyway. So, but they're doing comics on us. They were, they were. They did fifty episodes, and nothing's released yet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because he's banking on me disappearing. I think so. They're recording as many as they can, and when every chance they get. Yeah, so. I guess. We, I guess we should have done that all these years. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should have, and we don't. And then we start releasing while we're recording, and then we catch up, and then we're recording week to week. That's always. I fun. find the best way to do it is to wait till the week before, and then just send a bunch of stuff to Jim O'Kane all at once. That really, <laughs> that seems to that. really. It makes him happy. It makes me happy, and it keeps things fresh. <laughs> We'll prove that he's not mad at us if we can get him to come on this podcast. That's yes, we'll if, if he shows up for the last minute of our week, you know he's not mad at us. Yeah, if he shows he up for the last him. minute of our week, you know that he told us in secret that we are his favorite podcasters. Yes, that's why he saved us for last. Best for last. <laughs> All right, so this minute uh, we pick up with our old buddy Frederick – not Frederick Marsh, she's Louise. Dana Andrews uh, looking for the ring in his pocket. Um, the difference is – I think he was just caught off guard because he was too busy staring at Peggy, and he's like, "Oh, oh, 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 no!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't try to pretend nothing. He was checking Peggy out, and then was like, "Oh, it's my turn." Yeah, like, "Oh no, I was not paying attention." <laughs> so he comes over and he hands the the ring into the. I don't know what he is. I can't remember. He's a passer or whatever. And now we're about to get a a minor play in three acts of. For the minute this ring comes out, it becomes a real concern to everybody in the room. Oh, they're all just, st- it gets so tense. Everybody's just staring at them. Yeah, everybody's like, how is this going to work? Like, yeah. So the ring comes out, he grabs it with his left hook, and then right. he grabs it with his right hook, and then it cuts to her parents. Staring. Yeah, just like, oh boy. Or his parents, I'm sorry. And they got that thing on him, just like, can he do it? Can he? Like, they're watching it like he's about to try to make a foul shot <laughs> to win the yeah, big game. Oh yeah. <laughs> just like, please don't miss. Please don't miss. You can do it. it. You can do it. You can do it. And it cuts over, and Peggy and her parents are over there, and they got the same thing going on. Frederick March has a hold of his wife's arm, and they're just like, oh, boy, hold on. <laughs> and Homer gets all tricky. He takes it in his hand and then puts it on top of her hand first. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He knows that everybody's watching him, and they're so yeah. concerned that he's going to drop it. Right. So he lifts up her one hand. He lifts up her hand with his left hand and then stares at her until she makes eye contact with him. And then yeah. it's just like, all right, I'll hold the ring above your hand. Wait till you look at me. And she looks at him just like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. And then he's just like, zip. Probably put his ring, probably put the ring on easier than most grooms do because. Well, he wasn't shaking. We're all shaking usually. He's yeah. not shaking at all. We're shaking or she's shaking or, you know. Right. You know, you're trying to put it on, and you realize the ring's like that's uh, like a quarter size too small. So you got to give it the old and slam it on there. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets it on there right now. Last minute, I mentioned that how come we don't see them put the guy's ring on? And yeah. then watching this minute, I realize where is she going to put that ring on if he has a ring? 
Well, this is a PG podcast, not. so there's no need to really figure out where that might go. I'm, I'm, I'm reading it. I'm watching it going, oh, my God. Why would he have a ring? He doesn't now, have a finger to put the ring on. I would assume, I don't know this for sure, that he would probably wear it on a necklace. Right. He's not going to wear it on, I don't know what to call it, not be offensive, but his hooks because it's going to get in the way. Like well, yeah. He's going to drop and it. It's not going to It would fall. It, yeah, you would yeah. wear it like how I said. You'd wear it around your neck. I've seen people wear their wedding yeah. rings or like their wedding bands around their neck. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't see it too Usually much. Usually so like, you can hide it under your shirt. Is that why you do that? Well, like when you're out at the bar. So the yeah, you're ladies at the bar. You just it. pull your shirt out. It falls down. <laughs> under, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was, whenever I was out at the bar, I just, you know, I would always put my dog tags on them. Just make sure they accidentally fell out. Like, oh, yes, I was in the service. <laughs> no, that's the creepiest thing ever. But uh, there was definitely guys that 100% did that. Oh, yeah. I bet. That. I believe that. Yeah. I mean, you got to use every advantage, I guess. But I'm like, um, no. I don't know. Except for the times when I was absolutely forced to, uh, my dog tags have been sitting in a cup in my kitchen for like the last 20 years. <laughs> really? Well, who are you trying well, to impress? That's because you're married. That's why. Yeah. Well, that's a fair point. But like, even when I was on active duty, like I worked on the flight line, couldn't wear them anyway because you couldn't wear oh, anything right. that was metal. Uh, you couldn't wear, you couldn't wear nothing, right? God, no. You get, get that hooked. You get your wedding ring pulled off and rips all yeah. your finger off. They have the picture hanging up where the guy caught his wedding ring in like a gun conveyor belt and it ripped all the skin off his finger. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's like you don't wear your wedding ring anyway. So, yeah. You can't wear it. That thing is not easy to wear anyway, your wedding ring, to be honest with you. Like, I, I get hooked on stuff all the time. I broke three wedding rings. I now have a silicone one because they're... they're, they're <laughs> you broke three wedding rings? How? Yes, three uh, on a mailbox once. Oh, you th- broke your you wedding <laughs> ring on a mailbox. What yeah, was it well, made uh, of? T- Tin foil. Let me tell you how I broke my first one. I was at my niece's wedding, and we were. I was in the wedding, and we were on the the bus, and nobody had a bottle opener, and I was opening b- beer bottles with my wedding ring and broke it. Your poor wife. <laughs> That was the first one I broke. I would just yeah, like I everybody listening to realize this is a happily married man who's been married for many years. <laughs> many, many years. You gotta be, how long have you been married? you got to be like 20 years, right? 20 years. Actually, it's like 22. I think it was 20. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And the three, I mean, three wedding rings in 22 years? That's not that bad. It's pretty good, actually. I still have my wedding ring, buddy. <laughs> it's been 15 years. Uh, I got a silicone one that I wear to work now. It, it, it stretches. It doesn't go anywhere. It never breaks. Yeah. And I was... It took me a long time to get in the habit of wearing it because I just never wore rings. And then, I, you know, after years and years, I wore it all the time, wore it all the time. It only took it off, like, for, you know, if I really had to do something disgusting or was taking a shower or something. And yeah. then the stupid pandemic hit, and then I didn't wear it for a year because it was one more thing to wash. And I'm like, no. Oh, uh, right. One more thing to sanitize. <laughs> yeah, throw that in a drawer. <laughs> see, you, see you in a year, buddy. <laughs> so you said you still have your first one. My wife still has her first one, and ours don't match anymore. They used to match. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it has like part of a heart on her side and yours is long gone <laughs> where's the other half of your heart at oh it, it's on a bus somewhere because this jackass broke it <laughs> well somebody showed me on that bus i was already drunk that you could open uh bottles with your wedding ring without even taking it off oh yeah that guy was 100 percent divorced yeah well that guy i probably blamed him by the end of the wedding that my wedding ring was broken <laughs> <laughs> sometimes there's people you don't take advice from it's like when the guy with with uh, seven fingers wants to tell you about how to actually do fireworks yeah like, no man that's not how you do it come over here let me show you how to do fireworks like uh, well, they say phones? you learn from your mistakes don't you learn from your mistakes <laughs> 
So uh, we're almost the wrapping up of the uh, thing here. He does the with this ring I the wed. He puts their hands back together. Um, this is one of the parts that really reminds me of a real, real wedding because the only person that has any idea what the frig they're doing is the guy that's officiating the ceremony. Yeah. Like, you're just, like, standing there, like, I'll just do whatever he says to do. And then he'll be like, put your hand here, put your hand there, say this, say that. <laughs> because you don't know what's going on. It's just easier for him to tell you everything, too. Like, if, I, if, I, if I'm if i waiting for you people to, to do it yourself, it's going to take forever. Yeah, listen, I got news for you. The wedding rehearsal is the biggest waste of time ever. It's, hey, um, I know you're already three beers in, four beers in, seven beers in. Um, get up here. This is what we're going to do. We're going to walk through it. Um, a bunch of the people aren't here. Um, the rest of the family, well, Steve, the rest of the family hates each other. Yeah. Hey, uh, right, you're going right. to stand over there. You're going to pretend to be grandma because she didn't want to come out tonight. And uh, <laughs> and Bill was out of town, and you know we couldn't invite yeah. your your father because he wouldn't come without his new girlfriend, and everybody hates her. So <laughs> we're going to have this homeless guy stand in for him. I'm like, oh, this is useful. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to know where they got to go by the time we're done. And you're not even in the same church that you're going to Like, you went to yeah. some rent a yeah. church to figure yes, it we're out. Yes, yeah. we're doing this in the lobby at Chipotle's instead of right. at, the, right. at the actual place. <laughs> but don't worry. Everything will be fine. And the best part is nobody cares no. because everyone knows that the guy's just going to tell you where to go. You stand here, dummy. You stand there. You put your hand there. You put your hand there. All right. If they need your parents to move around, you go there. You go there. Like that's it. It's not. It's not rocket science. Right. It's really you know, it's, not. And it's not the royal wedding with like bands coming in and a thousand people coming down. Right. It's like most people got like what you got three, four, five, six, seven people in your wedding party. Walk down the aisle together. Stand next to us. Boom. <laughs> We're good. Right. And it's over. And that's it. Hopefully, unless you got like a three-hour Catholic mass that some people have. Listen, we don't need to get into that again. I, I'm still having nightmares <laughs> about that. <laughs> I remember them. I can just still remember them asking us, do you want a mask? And I was like, no. no. Like, are you crazy? Like, and we were only doing like, they're like, how long do you want the, you want there to be a service? Do you, how long do you want it to be? I'm like, whatever can get us in and out of that room as fast as possible. They're like, oh, you really want to enjoy your wedding? I sure do. You yeah. know what no, nobody ever talks about? Remember how amazing your wedding was? Nobody says that. Everybody says, remember how awesome your reception was? Right. That's right. what people remember. Nobody, yeah. At like so, like my reception. What people remember was, is that it poured all day and it flooded the reception hall. So that's called memorable. <laughs> <laughs> like there was like a, a river that ran between. I think it was in front of like the women's bathroom, in the middle of the lobby. So if okay. you wanted to go there, you had to like take a couple steps and jump, which is great when all the women are in long dresses and high heels. Yeah, that's perfect. So like every woman over like sixty five had to be carried by like my groomsmen. <laughs> <laughs> like go make yourself useful <laughs> uh, carry Aunt May over there across the thing <laughs> somebody's gonna drop somebody by the end of the night oh yeah especially like the end of the night you know where people aren't even quite sure where they're at anymore yeah, yeah. oh yeah uh, I don't I would never say my wedding was the least enjoyable wedding I was ever at but it's definitely the one that went the fastest yeah like, I feel like I showed up at my reception, and then you're like, you're meeting this person, that person, you cut the cake, but, 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 and the next thing you know, people are walking up going, hey, we're going to get out of here. And you're like, yeah. Do you remember huh? seeing your wife at all? Because I don't remember seeing my wife at all at my wedding. Like, she was somewhere yeah, else. I remember seeing her when they would like, cut the cake and stuff, and like, we went out yeah. there and we danced together. Like, when, the stuff we had to do together. Right. Um, like, some of the tables we went to together, but only the ones where we, like, we kind of had to. Right. And, and the then we kind of, then, then we kind of, yeah. sp- then we kind of split and did our own thing. But yeah, I remember the cake because. I remember some idiot behind me going, 
oh, he's a nice guy. He's not going to smash his cake in her face. And I was like, someone don't know me. <laughs> we had the uh, I smashed, I smashed in her face like it was a Three Stooges. <laughs> we went right over each other's shoulders and hit the best man and the maid of honor. That's what we did with the cake. Which, in retrospect, would have been twice as hilarious because yeah. her maid of honor was my sister. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my luck, I would have missed and, you know, just. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not the- great anyway, because it was her sister, and it was one of my best friends was the best man, and I got her sister and had to deal with her for years after that, and I can't tell you how many parties like she snuck up behind me and hit me with cake because of it, like to, <laughs> as payback. Yeah, at the pool party, I got cake in my face, you know, it's like, well, I regretted it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I this was, not, this was yeah. not worth this. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap up the last 15 seconds here after he's doing his wedding vows. We actually cut back to the shot that we had at the beginning of last minute where they're back on our right um frederick march and myrna loy and peggy are deep background and danny andrews is on our left so we're like back to that original shot again yeah they can't they can't stop looking at each other they keep and peeking again, over each other and then again here comes the creaking neck <laughs> as he looks over there yeah. <laughs> now in this shot, she might as well be like a thousand miles away. And again, her head just slowly, I mean, just ever so lightly, a five degree turn maybe. But it's all the turn in the world to look at him. Because now she she's looking at him. Yeah, she's looking at him just like she's looking at Homer. Right, right. She conveys more from her turn than his entire creaky neck turn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The thing I was trying to tell, I was trying to see if Frederick March or Myrna Loy were looking in his direction. It doesn't look like it. it looks like they're watching the, the ceremony, you know, like they're supposed it to. almost... Looks like they're not looking at the couple though. It looks like they're looking off to the to the couple's left. I think or they're no, right looking, at it, yeah. I think they're kind of looking know. at maybe the um, like the pastor or whatever. Okay, yeah, he's probably still talking. So yeah, yeah, like they do. <laughs> you know, everybody's you know, looking at each other. They're both couples you know, are staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's and it's one of those like if people were staring at each other like that at a wedding. I mean, and it, like imagine if this was your wedding today and there's people in your wedding parties. I mean, they're not in the wedding parties, but essentially they might as well be. Like, he's right. basically the best man. And you see them staring at each other like this. You're like, well, they are going home with each other after this reception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something's going on. I realize this is 1946 and we all pretend like that sort of thing didn't happen. But guess what? People are people. That kind of thing happened. It was just quieter than it is now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's <laughs> it's heavily implied that even if it didn't happen in this movie, that both of them were very down for letting it happen. <laughs> yeah. They just got to I mean, sneak around away from her dad. That's what they got to do. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, <laughs> this, see, this was the danger of sneaking around on people's daughters back then. Like, you're going to sneak around on some guy's daughter who just was in the Pacific for four years. Yeah, it's a little like, scary. You got to be careful of that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not, you it's might like, not come back out alive. Yeah. This is not like one of those joking things on TV where, like, the guy's cleaning his gun. This man has for sure killed people. <laughs> right. Right, yeah, he's cleaning his gun because he's getting ready to use it. That's why he's yeah. cleaning his gun. <laughs> that, that was always the problem with, like, you're fooling around with people, like, the 20 years after, like, a major war. Like, yeah, that guy, it wasn't like, oh, well, you know, he did some time, uh, you know, he was in a stateside base, or he was on a he was on an aircraft carrier, and he saw no action. No, 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 he specifically says that he was in combat in the Pacific Theater. He got his, he was on mainland Japan at some point because he went to, yeah. I think they said he went to Hiroshima. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, he probably saw some things that might be the reason why he drinks at, uh, at work functions. Right, right. And you may not want to mess around with his daughter or make him yeah. angry. Always a good thing to know is just for everybody out there, when you're dating somebody, 
I'm not saying you need to dive into their parents' lives, but have some idea of what they do. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. <laughs> you know, you really want to know if the person was in the military. Eh, just being in the military doesn't mean anything. Guy could have been a file clerk. Um, did he do, like, black ops or something? Might want to know that. Um, uh, yeah. Were they a cop or in the mafia? These are all important things to no. know. <laughs> or it doesn't have to be that. Was the man, like, a bricklayer for 30 years? Just be careful what you say. <laughs> yeah. Remember, you don't mess with people whose forearms are the same size as their biceps. It's just a it's a general rule. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like Popeye? Or yeah. Popeye's forearms are way bigger than his biceps. I know. He, he's the <laughs> he's the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> All right. Now, as our, our ongoing feature that I just brought up last minute, I'm going to quickly roll through some movies again, and you're just going to give me a, a thumbs up or thumbs down if you think Best Years is better. These are all movies that won Best Picture. Okay. That may be surprising with some of them, but it is true. Do you want me to um, pretend like I saw them all or just... Well, we're getting into the 70s now. Chances are okay, I probably so have seen should, some yeah. more of these. I'm hoping. <laughs> I um, hope. We're going we're to go up to like 1995. All right. You ready? We did that one already. Uh, 1971, The French Connection. Never saw um, I saw it. This movie is better. Uh, French Connection is maybe a little more fun, but uh, you would like it. French Connection, action, crime, drama. It's only 104 minutes. It almost makes your... Oh, yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> uh, now, things are about to get ugly and they're about to get ugly quick. 1972, The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> um that movie is 11 hours long at least no less than 11 hours um, i long. believe it's shorter and, than this movie or it's the same <laughs> it's 175 minutes so it's about the same and uh marlon brando speaks italian the whole time i think because i can't understand what he's saying and <laughs> oh i hope they roast you so bad in the stupid in butch in butch's place <laughs> i'm gonna say this is better i'm gonna say the godfather's better I know uh, you are. I know Listen, if I watched it again, I'd probably be okay. You know, I'd probably. But I had such a hard. T- well, another reason is I had a hard time staying awake. But you know, because uh, because you have narcolepsy. Um, <laughs> 1973, The Sting. Um, I've seen The Sting. That's Paul Newman, right? Isn't that Paul? Yeah, Newman? yeah. I've seen that. My mom used to like that movie. I'm gonna say this is better. Well, I'm gonna say this is better too. Uh, 1974, Godfather Part Two. <laughs> I never made it through Godfather Part Two. All right, Godfather Part Two is better. Um, okay. 1975, One funny. Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, that, you know, I'm gonna say this is better only because One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest I liked a lot, and then I watched it again, and it didn't hold up as well as I, I wanted it to. You know what? I I hate to agree with you, but I think you may be right. Uh, it's still yeah. real. Now, I'm not saying it's not a great movie, but no, I know it's really this, good. This one might just slightly get the edge. Yeah. Not, number 44, 1976, Rocky. Rocky's a better movie than this. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Rocky's better. Uh, 1977. This is just as easy for me to say, but in the other direction, Annie Hall. I've never seen it. Uh, no. Uh, a, is I don't it like Western? it. B, it stinks. C, it's Woody Allen. Oh, okay. Woody Allen. Yeah. Um, here's, we've whatever. talked about this movie before on our podcast, 1978, The Deer Hunter. Yeah. I really like The Deer Hunter. I really can't sit through that wedding part one more you, you talk about a wedding you can't sit through we were joking about it because we have a whole week of wedding and best years of our lives if you had it in the deer hunter it'd be six months because it goes on forever oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it also goes on and on deer hunter is one of those movies that if you've seen it i feel like it's better in your memory it, yes because there are a lot of dead spots in that like it's a really long movie it's a lot of dead it, spots it's in that a movie. really long movie it's a really good movie it's a very yes. intense movie but yeah. i still think this is a little better um 1979 kramer versus kramer think i've ever seen kramer like i I've feel like se- i've seen it this i've been in better. the room with it it's right i, I think it, that one may actually be overrated i'm not going to look it up but i wonder yeah. what else was up that year um 1980 ordinary people um no, i've seen it. it it is ooh, it's depressing um okay. 
I'm going to say this one's better just because it didn't make me want to, you know, cry myself to sleep. Nineteen eighty one chariots of fire. This is better. Whatever. Okay, it's got Vangelis. You've only heard the music. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nineteen eighty two Gandhi. Uh, no, this is better. <laughs> this is better. I, I thought Gandhi was yeah. kind of a little bloated. Uh, Nineteen eighty three terms yeah. of endearment. Uh, this is I, better. That one was I, another one that made you want to kill yourself. Like, it's- <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's like ooh, the early eighties was like really rough. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen eighty four, a movie I enjoy, but this is better. Amadeus. Yeah, Amadeus is decent, but yeah, this. Is- I'm, although he did rock me. They did rock me on my days. Uh, 1985, uh, Out of Africa. I, I mean, I've seen that. I, I thought I didn't. I didn't care for it. <laughs> okay, you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I am gonna get. I mean, it's Meryl Streep and Robert Redford. Listen, great performances all around. Sidney Pollack directing. I understand that I'm supposed to love it, but it's one of those movies that everybody tells me is great, and then I watch it. And I'm like, eh, it was all right. <laughs> this was better. 1986, Platoon. I'm gonna have to go with Platoon. I'm gonna go with Platoon too. Although I feel like it's sacrilege, but I'm doing it anyway. I know. I know. I'm doing it too. Uh, 1987, The Last Emperor. I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh, 1988, Rain Man. I really like Rain Man. I really do too. Whatever. This is, a better, this is this is probably a better movie, but I, I really did enjoy Rain Man. Yeah, I think I might even go with Rain Man. I don't know. I liked Rain Man for some reason. Yeah. That was that's a movie I remember from even from childhood. Like, yeah, and I think that one. The difference is I watched that again. I think it did hold up. Uh, 1989, Driving Miss Daisy. This is better. Yeah. It's a fine movie, but this is better. Yeah, it's a fine movie, but it really is just driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> 1990 Dances with Wolves. I've never seen it. I saw it. It was long and it was good, and but I, this I've heard was better. Many good things about it, but I've never, I've never sat through it. All right, here we go. Had some tough ones coming up. 1991, The Silence of the Lambs. I'm like going Silence of, of the Lambs. Yeah, I'm yeah going Silence of the Lambs on that one. Yeah. 1992, Unforgiven. I may go with Unforgiven too. <laughs> I really like Unforgiven. I think it's better. Oh, but this is this is our longest yeah. streak here. I think 1993 oh, yeah. Schindler, Schindler's List. I hate to admit this, I, but I've never seen Schindler's List. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Schindler's List. <laughs> because I it think looks is so depressing. I oh, like it is. A movie I, I was, fun. Yeah. Schindler's List is, I think, is a better movie, but it is one that I do not need to revisit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's good, but it, whew, it's rough. Yeah, 1994 Forrest Gump. I, I, I Forrest Gump I liked back then. Now it's on and I changed the channel. So I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with this too. I got kind of the same feeling. Uh, this is one that I probably should have the same feeling about, but I do not. 1995 Braveheart. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> I like Braveheart too. I love this movie. I understand that every English person, Scottish person, any person from the United Kingdom listening to this is like, um, that makes no sense. I understand that. I don't care. I just can't divorce myself from how I felt when I was like 17 watching that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's the last one. I'm not going to torture people any further. Well, and as all things, we'll end with Mel Gibson. <laughs> all right, do you have anything else to say about this minute? As we discuss, mostly what happens is part two of uh, the actual officiating of the wedding and Homer again showing everybody that he's really good with his hooks and everybody should know that by now. <laughs> I had a Fred and Marge joke I was going to say, but it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know just, Homer and uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for stopping by and not helping at all. All right, you all done. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, right. I got nothing. <laughs> That's good. as usual. You've got nothing. Uh, make sure you go over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play to find the show, and it's over at the main site, thebestminutes.com. Uh, go into Butch's Place, best year of our lives, listeners cafe, and roast us on Facebook uh, for our our lukewarm takes on movies and having not seen movies and you know, whatever else you want to yell at us about. You can also do it on Twitter at the best minutes. Uh, make sure you join us next time on the best minutes podcast 
Freedom! He's <laughs> <laughs> just rubbing it in now. I know. Hey, Joe. You better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.